2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match, limited by state law.
1: Play ninety-two nine ESPN. Now ninety-two nine FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist.
0: You ain't gotta do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing.
1: No, you ain't. writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. I ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Cawkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Cawkins Show.
0: I don't get no interviews.
1: On 929 FM, ESPN Ladies and Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker breaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. You got Cause I make you ugly Ice to never drop spray
0: on a rampage Butt popping up before you know it There's rubble in the office We'll be pushing it up Somebody say, You better run Yeah I predict the last way in here Straight yeah, yeah. up. predict the last way in here
2: Happy Thursday. That snap in the air. Yeah, that's the snap I was talking about. <laughs> Jeffrey's not fired up at all. Ah. <laughs> uh. Started watching,
1: like as a kid. I mean, do you remember the first college games you went to? I do. My dad took me. I believe it was the Ole Miss Alabama game. I was like three. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the Alabama game. I do remember like going through the tunnel and like going through like the portal and like him having to put me on his shoulders to win. I was or to watch. Uh, I
2: watch. I was. Uh... I was hearing Jeff Crane over at the University of Memphis talk about the things that they've done to fix up the you know the the, the Liberty Bowl, the situation over there, and make it even better, Tiger Lane, everything else. And he was talking about how uh, – or maybe it was – I don't know where I was I – mean, I think you guys may have been talking about this. Anyway, they've lined part of the field um, outside of the stadium so little kids can play on it, right? That's great. Like, that's awesome. I mean – so And that's – by the way – what a great thought. And there is nothing, like, to me, one of the truly great things about college football is little kids playing football outside yeah, the stadium. Yeah, the pregame, yeah. I mean,
1: it's just... There's nothing like watching kids tackle each other on concrete. It's just,
2: it's just the best. And they're, uh, yeah, they're just having such a good time. And... It looks like there's not a care in the world. Then what are you worried about? All you're worried about is playing football. Correct. You know? Like it's just it's just the best. Um, it is interesting. Like I came very late to college football because growing up it just didn't matter. Like in Buffalo, it just didn't matter. It was all Bills. Now and 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 you'll hear people say that ah, it feels like a college football atmosphere around there. And yeah, it's as as. Uh, You know, it's the same degree of lunacy uh, at a Bills game that there is at an SEC game. And so in that way, it's similar. But I literally can tell you exactly the first college football game. Well, I'm not counting Harvard games. The first real college football game that I went to. um, And even this was, it was, uh, it was Auburn uh, was playing a cupcake against Samford or something. I think it was Samford in the opener uh in 93 maybe and uh and just walking in there oh my god the fake you underrated great underrated fight song and it was Samford for god's sake with the band and the hedges well it could have been the Bowden Bowl he played at Samford First his dad, no, it was Pat. Dye. was the coach. Uh, Pat was still a coach. I was still the coach then because I, I covered that was Pat's last year. I covered his last game, and uh, I also went uh, dove hunting with Pat. Dye. Of course, yes, he came up to Anniston, Oxford area for a dove hunt, a celebrity of charity dove hunt, and I walked around along with Pat. Dye dove hunting, and uh, or maybe it was. I think it was a dove. I think it was a dove. Put him in a qu- no a quail.
1: Well, of course, yes. As you know, I'm all about that. <laughs> good
2: Jeffrey would know. I'm surprised you didn't call me on it mm-hmm, Yes, of course. Anyway, it is. There's just nothing like it. There is just nothing like it. I came late to it, but there is nothing like it. Uh... <laughs> oh, there, mm-hmm. there we go. That's too bad for the little old quail. there. He got a few as well. I would hope.
1: Um, Shotgun versus a dove or this quail, is, or whatever. Uh,
2: it's August 31st. It's the last day of August. We move into September tomorrow, 901 day tomorrow. Also, uh, for those of you who haven't signed up yet, if you want to uh, finish Liza's run, just type that in your old computer, finish Liza's run, and the registration form will pop up. It's free. Uh, but uh, tomorrow morning at 4.20 a.m., folks are going to be gathering at Central and Belvedere, um, to finish Liza's run. I'll be there. I haven't decided. I haven't run 8.2 miles in a long time. and you're, uh, you're a and biker I'm not, now. I'm not writing about it. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not writing about it because I've written about it twice already this week, the event and Richie and everything else. So, um, so I could. I'll certainly go, uh, and I may run. We'll see. Can you um, at least give us a jog? I, I, I could for a little while. Could I you, could give you a jog. Could you do the move that running? We, you know this. This is one of the th- one of the. Is your knee good again? It's good enough that I could do it. Yeah. It's interesting how you. I had a. Uh, I had a. Uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, the uh, You the, had an arthroscopic, right? No, no, I didn't have any procedure. I had a torn. You had a torn meniscus, or meniscus. That was it. It was a meniscus, and uh, Fred Azar over at the Campbell Clinic, he told me. You know, there's this idea that every surgeon to every, you know, to right. every, they, they can't wait to cut. It's just they can't wait to cut. And Fred said to me, he said, uh, or Dr. Azar said to me, he said, uh, if you have a torn meniscus, you can go in there and trim it in case it's catching, but they don't they don't fix meniscuses. They, they don't, they're Correct. not repairing They, either, they either shave them. They shave them. Yeah. Now, if you are a really high, like they do for Jaron Jackson Jr. Correct. And, but even then it's, it's difficult because there's not a lot of blood gets in there. And so they don't repair a meniscus. It's not they like just, a
1: foolproof surgery. They
2: just trim it. And then he said, and we could trim it, but I wasn't having a catching issue anyway. And then he said, and the other issue is, at least this is what I recall him saying, is, is that there is then a greater chance of, arthritis or issues earlier you know down the road because you've taken away some of the cushioning so i just didn't do anything i couldn't run at all but then a year passes without running and all of a sudden i can kind of run again but one of the interesting things about running is running is running is hard yes (laughs) that's why i don't do it (laughs) like running Mm -hmm. is hard and it's funny to think that when you were eight or six or four when you're four when you're four if you're just going from place one point to another place, like, just from here to there in your yard or from here to there in your house, there's as good a chance as any that the the, the way you think you should get there is to run. You just run all the time. When you're a little kid, you just run. It's as if it's the most natural
1: way to get from here to there. Correct. But then somewhere along the way, running becomes, oh, my God, I got to. Pain. Running. And then running becomes. I have to. Well, then running becomes associated with punishment. The only times you would run run was if you were in trouble. Yeah, Yeah. gets you
2: in trouble. Uh, Yeah, that's interesting, too. So, uh, I don't know if I could chug that far, but anyway, if any of you are interested in joining it, it's a great Memphis event, obviously coming together in the face of tragedy and, and really not just Liza's abduction and murder last year, but just all of the stuff that has happened this year. To me, it's just a little bit of a, defi- of a defiance and standing up for your city. And, uh, and I think that's what it's come to symbolize. And so, uh. I'll see you out there 420 in the morning tomorrow morning on the first day of September, 901 day. What a perfect way to, or a fitting way anyway, to begin September. Uh, It's nice. There's a snap in the air today, high of 85. And last night, did you even, did you
1: step outside and gaze up at the super blue moon? I did not. I, my... College group chat, a lot of my buddies live in Denver now, and they were all – apparently Denver had a great view, and they were they were about it, but I did not go look at it.
2: It was uh, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Uh, I've been and, a
1: little preoccupied. And I'm sure you have other things, too. How was the sleep? Last night was a better night. That's good. After about three or four miserable nights, uh, it was a better night.
2: That is very good. Um – I went to Bounty last night, as promised, and the menu is new, and I'll talk about it more when I do spots, but I'll tell you this. The lamb shank with gouda grits
1: mm. just... Simply. You feel like a king eating a shank.
2: You feel like a king. They mm. used to have a pork shank. Now it's a lamb shank, and it's absolutely delicious. Um, yeah, you got it's a shank, and it's fall off the bone, and it's just freaking... And gouda grits are just sensational. The other thing that I had that I had not had there before, which is, is new was the pork belly. I think the best thing I ate there last night was the pork belly. It was just sumptuous. Fantastic. It's a small plate, but it's not that small a small plate. Honestly, you can split it and, uh, um, small plates at bounty or
1: relative. This is
2: a, it was a, it was a big, small plate. Absolutely sensational. And, uh, I don't think I ate pork belly for the first time. It didn't seem like it was a thing growing up. Pork belly wasn't really a thing. I'm from the South and I don't no, really thing remember a it. thing. Like
1: it's it's definitely more Now of a, it's definitely more yes. of a thing and oh. But also isn't it just like triple bacon? I think uh, don't hold me to this.
2: I think it's unsmoked bacon. Got it. It's it's the same part of the it's like thicker. It's definitely thicker. But it's also, I think it it's non-smoked bacon. It's this, it's the part of the pig, poor pig, that uh, that that gives up itself for bacon. But it's tr- it's it's treated differently. It's not smoked, and so uh,
1: Kelly has Kelly English has a has a pork belly dish at Panta that is unbelievable too. I'm telling you, man,
2: go to Bounty and get the pork belly. Um it was it was absolutely sensational. Today on a radio show, we have uh Chris Harrington straight up at ten o'clock. And uh we have trivia. We do have trivia. It is Thursday. Kim is gonna join us for trivia. We did do uh trivia in your absence last week, Jeffrey. So and I
1: was listening. It been- was everything it was I I am so glad that Chelsea t- uh-huh. Took over the mantle. She was. She crushed it. She would have killed me. She would have killed Those, you on the, that. That I. You would not have. I was listening, playing, trying to play along, and I was like, "Thank God, I'm not playing this week." I talked to Chelsea afterwards, or
2: texted with Chelsea she afterwards. Crushed it, and she said she felt bad for the guy because he sounded defeated. Well, and technically, let's be honest, he was defeated. <laughs> he was defeated. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. If you're defeated. calling in
1: last week, you're sitting there thinking like Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's gone. gone that was my like, shot. Yeah. And then Chelsea would have beat me.
2: Yeah, exactly. And she so would have run ruled me. And, uh, but he still, he still got the prize. And so we. And honestly, I also want to thank Brad for pulling it off because we had, you know, technical three difficult. different phones. No, like no one was oh, here. Oh yeah, because
1: Chelsea was on her phone. Yeah. Chelsea was on. Yeah.
2: Chelsea was competing for the phone. Kevin was competing. Was was running the thing over Zoom, and our contestant was on the phone as well. It was a bit of a high wire act, but uh, but we did it in your absence, and uh, we're but we're thrilled that
1: you are back. Uh, what will people be playing for today, Jeffrey? Jeff, this is a writer-than-write trivia first. We got a triple prize. What? We have two VIP uh, tickets to the Monday's Touchdown Club with – to the Touchdown Club Monday with Mike Keith. It is – you're getting the full meal, everything. Wow. So the VIP tickets to the Touchdown Club on Monday. Monday. You will also get tickets to go see the – It's the uh, 901 Fest. I'm trying to – it's the – we have – at Rail Garden, we have a full weekend of concerts. So tonight you got North Mississippi Uh All-Stars, tomorrow the Dead Soldiers, and then on Sunday, Terrence Simeon and the Zydeco Experience. Zydeco. Zydeco Experience. And this would be a ticket that gets you in all of those too? You get into all three days. And then you also have 901 Wrestling Tickets – for uh, Saturday's show at Black Lodge. That's, those are courtesy of Kevin. You'll be booked up courtesy of Kevin. Triple so, prize. Uh, triple prize today. We'll play uh,
2: Writer Than Right Trivia with Jeffrey Wright himself back in the quiz seat uh, in the second hour. Chris Harrington and Writer Than Right Trivia. As you mentioned, it is the uh, first day. It's really the start of college football. It's not, it's not the first day, but today we have a real game. We have a. We're going to call it a real game.
1: I have told Mark, "Listen, I love Week Zero. I watch it just as much as everyone. I love preseason football as much as every other sicko. Football's back tonight.
2: Football to me, it's the Thursday of Week One. Back tonight, and I'm going to ask you a series of college football questions uh, in this uh, in this segment. Uh, And so I begin with, uh, will the uh, absence of Cam Rising Will the absence of Cam Rising open the door for Florida to defeat Utah yet again?
1: Jeff, maybe it's my SEC bias coming out. Maybe it is. Jeff, I just don't think Utah's that good. You don't think Utah's that good? I don't, and especially without Cam Rising. I watched them get absolutely curb stomped by Washington State last year. And more importantly, what Utah wants to do is kind of what Florida wants to do, but they're doing it with better players. I, I just like the Gators in this spot. Now, this is where me being an idiot also comes into play. Uh, Jeff, last year, the boys from Utah couldn't handle the humidity, right. couldn't handle the heat. C- clearly. Or Anthony Richardson. I'm totally acting like altitude doesn't matter. I need the I need the Gators to go play at altitude. They'll be fine, and that's I'm just ignoring like the elements. I think the argument of, against Florida is Graham Mertz. It, it's twofold. They've they've Graham
2: Mertz. Uh, it is interesting. I remember Graham Mertz's first game at Wisconsin. So he came so does in, Wisconsin people. <laughs> he comes in winging it, you know, and he's a because highly it was like five touchdowns. He threw one It was, one just in it was I was just Heisman. sitting on my couch. I was like, "Wow, this is he's absolutely as <sighs> advertised." Um, so he comes in and he's a uh, a meteorite flashing across the sky, and obviously doesn't work out. Has a penchant for turning the ball over among Correct. other things. That's really one of his. And fatal flaws, yes. Fatal flaws, and it's not a particularly explosive offense. They've obviously have good running backs, correct? Um, so they really good running backs, but not a particularly sl- explosive offense. If Graham Mertz is Graham is turning the ball over, and then the defense last year ranked 97th in the country, mm-hmm. it sucked. Yes, and they lost to Vanderbilt. The and it they, happened, and they lost six players to the NFL. Yes, including the number four pick at quarterback. But, I mean, no, off of that defense, off of that crappy defense, they lost. So, I don't know. Like, I don't, like. Jeff,
1: we got buy-in this year, though.
2: Do we have buy-in? We have buy-in this year. We have a new uh, defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. That usually happens. Austin Armstrong, 30 years old. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Formerly at Southern Miss. um, It's more of a, it's more of an indictment for me on, like, the pac 12 Right. And how little I think of it. And you think that Montreal Johnson Jr.
2: and Trevor Entienne are just good yes. and will they're they're bet when you like You to what the they won last year. Right, they could not. And by the way, both those guys fumbled last year yeah. and they still won. Yes. You like Florida. I like the Gators. Straight up.
1: Straight up. Um okay. Um I mean I'm I'm prepared to come in tomorrow, 0
2: 1. That's fine. Yeah. This this isn't real. Yes, I, we're, we're gonna do. No, we got- we're gonna we're gonna do our thing tomorrow. Yeah. we're gonna do our thing tomorrow. It's the Revenge um, Tour. Um,
1: is Joe Milton a Heisman candidate? Okay, so my my fearless prediction from yesterday was, I think when we get back on Monday, Joe Milton's gonna have the Anthony Richardson experience. Where on Virginia, I think's horrific, right? And I think we're gonna be talking about Joe Milton as our September Heisman winner. Uh, I'm still, I'm still not as locked in that Milton all of a sudden has become a completely different player. But I don't think it is Virginia- interesting.
2: It's in his absence, he just went away for a little while. It's like he I didn't mean, even go to a new team, right? He just went to the bench. He just, we just went to the bench, and he's gonna come back transformed. Correct. Uh, now it's it is interesting how like. Mitchell Trubisky went away for a little while, mm-hmm. and then he came back, and you know who he was? Mitchell Trubisky. He was Mitchell Trubisky. He was still, yes, he was still Mitch. So I don't know what to think. I do think, I, I guess I just have, I have real faith in that coaching staff.
1: Yeah, but he had the same coaching staff when he got benched. Yeah, he's, he's had
2: more time. To, um, seasoned. It, That's right. He's more time to take uh, to take out the lessons of the
1: coaching staff. Jeff, sometimes you just need to go to the bench and watch a little you bit. Sometimes
2: mm-hmm. I've always said, sometimes you just need to go to the bench and watch. Mm-hmm. So you think Monday we will talk? To, he will have? Such oh, a, I think he's going to have like Monday. He will be the uh, oh yeah. Heisman Trophy oh candidate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But by the middle of October, he will not be correct. Will he still be the starter by the end of the, By the end of the season, I think he's going to make the year. Okay, is, uh, is Michael
1: Penix a Heisman candidate? Okay, so I love Penix. I still say no, because if you're going to be a Heisman Trophy candidate at a place like Washington, you need to be essentially in the playoff race. Last year, Washington had the schedule extremely favorable. This year, their schedule is much tougher even though I think he's really good. Like, I actually think he might be my third quarterback behind Caleb Williams and Drake May. Um, It's, like, between him and yours right now. But I just don't think he's going to have – like, I don't think they're going to win enough games for him to be, like, a true candidate. Is Bo Nix a Heisman candidate? Well, I mean, have you not seen the billboards in New York? <laughs> is he a legitimate – leg- You want to talk about the ultimate Bo Nix is still Bo Nix? Uh-huh. Bo Nix is still Bo Nix. <laughs> so,
2: No. So, no, you say no. He's not a legitimate Heisman candidate. Is he – like?
1: could he be a finalist? Sure. Do I think he is, like, a legitimate – like, do I think he has a legitimate shot to win the trophy? I would say no. Do I think he could go to New York? I can see that. But I do not think he he has a legitimate shot. Is l- Michigan one of the three teams most likely to win the
2: national championship?
1: Yes. And primarily because – their schedule is incredibly favorable. Like I've gone through it with but Mark. In the end, th- their schedule is favorable, as is Georgia's. But in the end, when you get to the when you get to the playoff, you're going to have to beat good teams. Correct. But the difference between other years with Michigan, I mean, they Harbaugh said twenty guys that could get drafted. I think that's insane. But you go and you look at most drafts draft scouts. Most guys say they're going to get 15 guys off this Here's team draft.
2: What the interesting thing is, is if you look at the 247 recruiting rankings, yeah. right? Um, and, and we know that recruiting matters, right? Looks, Stars matter. Yes. See Alabama. See Georgia. See, like, recruiting matters. Stars matter. The most talented teams, one of the fascinating things about Michigan, because no one is saying they're not talented, as you point out, everyone says they're going to get a million players drafted. But in terms of recruiting stars, the ten most talented teams in college football this year: number one Alabama, number two Georgia, number three Ohio State, number four Texas A&M, number five Clemson. By the way, everyone has Clemson. You know, this is the year they're giving it up to Florida State. Uh huh. they not still, this era. They're still five. Texas uh, is six. LSU is seven. USC is 8, Oklahoma's 9, Oregon is 10. You know who's not in there? Two. Two notable teams not in there. Michigan? Michigan and Tennessee. hmm Neither team is in there. Michigan, though, has they all these teams. So, does that mean Harbaugh's just better at developing than anybody else?
1: Um, also, a lot of their guys are offensive linemen, and offensive linemen are pretty hard to scout because most of the times when you're at these high-level events, it's shorts and T-shirts. Right. Well, that's not line play Like in shorts and T-shirts. They still fit the blue chip ratio. So for those that don't know, Bud Elliott of 247 Sports has a blue chip ratio. I've, as far back as he's done it, every national title winner fits that ratio, which is you have more four and five stars on your roster than other players. Michigan still fits that category. So you believe in them? I believe in them, yes. Do you believe in J.J.
2: McCarthy? I do not. So you, your belief has a limit. Correct. Um, I didn't really believe in Stetson Bennett, though, either. Of the, the elite teams with brand-new quarterbacks, and I'm referring to Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State. All right. What will be the order at the end of the year when we're ranking those quarterbacks? Who will be the – like, when we're when, heading into next year,
1: who are we going to say is the best of those teams' quarterbacks and who is the worst? So of Carson Beck, McCord – McCarthy? Is yeah. those, those are the three? Wait. So Georgia? Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. Okay. So, all right. We still don't know who Alabama's starter is. It seems like it's going to be Milrow. Now, Milrow is the most fascinating to me of all these guys because he isn't just fast. Like, he's, like, amazingly fast. And if he is even just an adequate passer, he becomes an absolute game-changer. Now, we've not seen him. Right. He's had opportunities so far. He's not done that. That was also his freshman year. Like, Has he developed? He could be the high-ceiling guy. I still think, though, that's the riskiest proposition. I think you're probably best betting on going Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama because Ohio State, at least, you can you can say whether or not you believe in Ohio State quarterbacks as NFL prospects. They all produce at the college level. And they happen to have the best receiver in the country Correct. to throw to. Correct. They all have every guy's an NFL receiver. With Georgia, I'm not the world's biggest Mike Bobo fan, so you know he's still going to have the amount of weapons that you're talking about. But also, Ohio State quarterbacks just put up bigger numbers. So if you're talking about in terms of production, that's how I rank it. Rank these teams in order
2: at the end of the year: Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Who boy? Um.
1: Okay, are we talking about best record? So you or uh, you know, and if if they're going to be, we're talking about
2: votes in the college football uh, top twenty-five and beyond.
1: Who are Arkansas's crossovers? Okay, so Arkansas' schedule is. Let's see, they've got LSU at the end of September. They get Florida and Missouri. okay? That's a pretty good. I'm going to say I'm going to say Olmus, Miss, Miss, Arkansas, and Mississippi State, in that order.
2: And is that because of schedule? or is that because of, just in quality of team, if you could take one of these three teams in and you don't know the schedule, you just get to take them into a college football
1: season, those three teams. So roster-wise, I think you'd be between Olmus and Arkansas. I think I'd probably take Ole Miss. <clears throat> I think Ole M- Quiet Kiffin keeps complaining about NIL, NIL, NIL. Jeff, they're probably like tenth in the country in NIL money. Like they've actually ponied up. And that roster's pretty good, but the schedule's the problem that I have with them. Like they have a they've got a stretch in the middle of the season where they have to play Georgia, Bama, and LSU, the top three teams presumptively in the SEC, and two of those are on the road. So their record may not be like they could be an eight and fourteen that's like a top twenty team. Will Memphis be Memphis hosts
2: Tulane on Friday uh it's the first week of October. October 13th. Right?
1: It's October thirteenth.
2: They host Tulane. Will Memphis at that point heading into that game be four and one? Oh God! So that means means beating Bethune Cookman, It means beating Arkansas State, it means beating Navy, it means losing to Missouri, and it means beating Boise State. Because that, that would be that would be like yeah, that. Would, I, if I, you want to tell me like how you create excitement, that's a good season. You go yeah. into that. Well, at, we'll see where it goes from there. Well, I'm saying like that, that sets you, you up to have that the good sets season. You up for a quote unquote legitimately big game yes. on a Friday night. Tulane's coming to town. You're four and one. That, I think that, and and you know you 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 beat
1: Tulane. You you know. I want to see Boise on Saturday. There are whispers that Boise's gotten their groove back, and that they've 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 figured out who they are. I still kind of want to see it because I wasn't as impressed with Boise all year. But yeah, I I'll buy that right now. You think Memphis will be? I think they can be four and one that game. They certainly can be. Yes. And to me, that's my.
2: I've, I've as I as I thought about it. I, obviously, you could have you know be in the conference championship game. But my first goal for this team is to set up that Friday night game as a legit big game by being four and one. Because if you go three and zero oh, and then you lose consecutive games to 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 yeah. to
1: Missouri, and to Boise State. And you have the bye week in between Boise and Tulane. Exactly so that's right. like a nice opportunity for everybody Just to, to like, check, check out. out because yeah. these are all reported. You know,
2: whatever else. Um, so college football. Uh, it's back, baby. Begins in earnest tonight. Uh, again, today on the show, Chris Harrington's going to join us, and we will be playing Writer Than Right Trivia as well. I will tell you, you can get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports, net, sports book. Right now, new customers, bet 5 bucks, get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. That's right. Bet $5, get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus all customers, not just new customers, all customers who bet $5, get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. It's the best time to join FanDuel. All you got to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, to kick off the NFL season with an offer that you do not want to miss. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at FanDuel.com. Slash sportsbook gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargo supply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. Not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account. Current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel any time. Uh, Back in a moment is Jeff Gawkins on a Thursday, 92.9 FM ESPN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs
0: like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are.
2: So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first 3
0: orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm PJ Glasser
1: with Beck UL. The Ryder Cup begins in about a month, and after the U.S. captains' picks were announced, USA is a minus
0: 125 favorite, while Europe is a plus 138.
1: Europe hasn't lost to the Americans in 30 years on European soil, and I think that drought could continue. With Hovland, Rory, and Rom leading the way for Team Europe and the fans supporting them, I think Europe at
0: plus 138 is a great bet. I'm PJ Glasser. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL, and download the BetMGM app today.
2: drive silver, or get pulled over. At Boot Barn, we're driven by
1: everything the Cowboy Boots stands for. The reliable communities of the West, the hardened values of the Cowboy, and the unshakable spirit of all who lead a tenacious
2: lifestyle. Justin Boots capture these Western ideals in every pair. Their handcrafted boots are an invitation into the continuing story of the West, open to all who dream of untamed lands and endless Western skies. Justin Boots at Boot
1: Barn. Staples has big savings on everything you need for back to school or stocking up the office. Save on all your school essentials from notebooks to markers. Save on everything you need for travel, like luggage, portable tech, and travel size personal items. Plus, save on signs, banners, and posters from Staples Print and Marketing Services. And now at Staples, you can save even
0: more with $10 off document printing when you spend $40 or more. Get everything for the office and the classroom for less at Staples. Ends 930. Exclusions and restrictions apply. See associate or
1: visit staples.com slash print for details. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200.
0: I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card.
1: Now that's a hit. You used the Capital
2: One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited
0: 1.5% cashback on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cashback is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet?
1: Terms apply, see capital1.com for details.
0: Did you know that Infiniti has some of the best designed luxury vehicles on the market? And you'll find incredible performance and amazing savings this month at Infiniti of Memphis. Enjoy $1,000 off any new Infiniti internet price, plus 2.9% APR for 36 months and 5.9% APR for 60 months on select vehicles. If you're ready to conquer your life and style, Infiniti of Memphis will match you with the perfect vehicle of your dreams. From classics to daring sedans, crossovers and full-size SUVs that will make your heart race. Come by and explore our new Infinity lineup plus 1,000 off for a limited time and 2.9% for 36 months. And you'll be glad you did. Infinity of Memphis, conveniently located on Germantown Road just north of I 40. Infinity of Memphis, 3060 North Germantown Road or shop online at InfinityOfMemphis.com.
1: APR financing for well qualified buyers. Not all buyers will qualify. Contact the retailer for complete details. Offer valid through 831 23.
0: I feel bad for the Johnson kids
2: next door. Their parents just use their phone for home internet. So when everyone's
0: online, it could be mad slow. Tom can barely play a full round of Horse Commander 3. Luckily, we get fast and reliable internet from Xfinity. So I can game while everyone's on with basically no interruptions. Hey, Jess, can I, uh, borrow some eggs? You want a game here? Please... Now through September 21st, get 75 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. And ask about how you can get one free line of unlimited mobile when you upgrade to 400 megabit internet. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. XFINITY Mobile requires XFINITY Internet. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary.
1: We asked Rodney and Karen if they'd been to the old Southland Casino. It's been about four years ago since we we went. Then we asked them to give the all-new Southland Casino Hotel a shot.
0: Oh, we're going to have so much fun in here.
1: (laughs) And what do they think of Southland now?
0: Loved it. I love the facility, the bright colors, the clean rooms. We've (laughs) already invited people to come back.
1: The all-new Southland Casino Hotel. Experience it for yourself. Must be 21+. plus. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call
2: 800-522-4700. Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration. Fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Family owned, Memphis based Service Master by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people building business. Service Master by Cornerstone, 901, respond. Thursday, September 21st. Don't miss the Jack Daniels Tasting and Dinner with Master Distiller Chris Fletcher at the Peabody Hotel. It's the first installment of the Peabody's new Spirit Series Dining and Drinking Events. You'll enjoy a four-course fine dining experience in Shea The chef-created menu incorporates Tennessee rye, bonded, honey, and apple into the dishes. You'll taste the private label Peabody Select Single Barrel, along with Lynchburg Distillery's newest and rarest Bond
1: whiskeys and ryes. The Jack Daniels Tasting and Dinner at the Peabody, September 21st. Visit PeabodyMemphis.com. Dick Butkus here. I've got a game changer for you. When it comes to creating a winning website, there's only one team I trust, AmericanEagle.com. I've known them for 25 years. In my career, I learned that success isn't just about talent, it's about teamwork. That's what you'll find at AmericanEagle.com. They'll listen to your goals and work with you and handle all your digital properties. They'll ensure your website is user-friendly, responsive, and optimized for search engines. AmericanEagle.com also provides ongoing support and digital marketing strategies that will keep you ahead of the competition. They even host our podcast. Whether you're a medium to large business or a big-time player, AmericanEagle.com is the top choice. Visit www.AmericanEagle.com. For website design, development, and online solutions that deliver efficiency and results, go to AmericanEagle.com or call them at 877-WEB-NOW-1. This receiver trio is just is scary, and it does start with scary Terry himself. There, he's <laughs> there he's go. good, man, and and I, I it's just can we get normal quarterback play for this guy right, for, right. for once in his career? Because you're right. I mean, yeah, no shade to Odie, fine as Taylor Heineke, but he was a, literally a backup quarterback in the XFL, and he's probably the best player that Washington has rolled out at quarterback in Terry's you know career. Subscribe to Reception Perception available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. frame corner phone lines frame corner with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on park avenue in east memphis now back to the jeff Hawkins show live from the genesis memphis covington pike studios on 92.9 fm espn
2: Back on the Jeff Calkins show. So did you see Gil Brandt died? Jeffrey. I well, only know it because you told me during the break. Yeah, Gil Brandt, well, it's on Twitter, and so it's gotta be true, right? Is Andrew his son? Is Andrew Brandt Gilbrandt's son? I don't know. I, look don't, look I don't think so. Gil Brandt was like Gil Brandt was the like the original talent value, yeah, like, yeah. the draft guy. Uh, and then he was on Twitter for forever. He had a serious XM show. Like, he's 91. I think, he, yeah, he died at the age of 91. He was recently in the news for controversial comments he made recently in 2022. So at the age of 89, he's still at a serious XM show or something. Um, and he was active on Twitter and whatnot. But he was, of course, part of the legendary Cowboys franchise. It was Tech oh, yeah. and Tom Landry and Gil Brandt. Uh, who were the uh the the architects of that version of the franchise. That's when they became America's team, I think so, right? With Roger Starbuck yeah, and that yes. group and then Jimmy Johnson sort of renewed it. Yeah, in the nineties it, it is it gonna ever change if they go if they limp along in their mediocrity. Hey, wouldn't you say that's where they are? They're they're a B, B plus. If plus it hasn't
1: changed already. Why would it change?
2: They're always going to be they're all like they're always gonna be the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I was there was a TV executive, or no, it was Chris Collinsworth was I think he was on the Dan Patrick yeah, show. He, and he said if like, we could show kid, the Cowboys every, every week, game, we what, would. Yes.
2: You're right. It and it yeah. was it was Chris Collinsworth just very recently. Gil Brandt, by the way, uh like like so many of the greats, like Pete Pranica, originally he was from Wisconsin. Yes. He played uh he played football and track in high school, did not play football. In college, he went to the University of Wisconsin, and then his first job. You never know how your pat what path <laughs> right. your, your life is gonna take. He worked as a photographer who specialized, and maybe this makes sense because you can maybe this makes sense really. He specialized in newborn babies. Well, I think it so makes- you can see the future. Like you can see someone, you're like I think this baby's got some real Correct. potential. A talent, a talent guy. You know, you you see you are used to A talent evaluator. You're, going, t- eh. you're a talent evaluator young. Maybe maybe she should study. Brant Brant worked as a photographer who specialized in newborn babies was employed as a part-time scout for the Rams based on a recommendation by Elroy Hirsch. He was then hired as a full-time scout for the Cowboys, I mean for the 49ers and then uh, and then he went over to the Cowboys and helped build all of those teams. So, RIP R.I.P. to Gil Brand. There are some other matters I wanted to get to before Chris joins us. Before we play Rider than right trivia, one is, uh, in addition to uh, a, a bunch of cool things happened last night. One is, I went to Bounty and I ate pork belly, <laughs> which mm-hmm. was delicious and lamb shank and lamb and goodie grits. Two, uh, I w- I did walk outside and see the super blue mo- super blue moon, which was fantastic. Three, in Nebraska, they drew ninety two thousand and three. Uh, for a volleyball match, a women's volleyball match, setting a new record for the most people to have ever watched. I wonder if it's outdoor team sports because maybe outdoor women's sports, outdoor women, uh, women's sports. The, it was being built as a it was built as a crowd women's from women's ever. Yes. but you wonder like how about an Olympic stadium
1: if there's a women's you know? I think that I think the. I think the distinction would be... I think the distinction women would be... Women only? Yes, this is a women... Like, uh, it might be it. Because the Olympics is because, multi-events, obviously. Because
2: right. people at... Whatever. I was in London. I was in right. London Stadium. I was at where I saw... I don't know what, how big those crowd was, but it was absolutely enormous to watch the Olympics and to watch women sprinters and everything else. But anyway, 92,003, which is absolutely fantastic. I mean, I, I just... I do salute the people of Nebraska for doing that. The reason that it evolved is that Nebraska has cared about volleyball, is good good at volleyball uh, for a long time. Since the volleyball rankings uh, began, the current volleyball rankings began in 1982, they have been in the polls every single, at the top 25 every single time. That's 604 different polls. They normally play. They had to move because they draw such big crowds. They had to move into the Bob Devaney Sports Center, uh, which holds 7,907. So it's not like they normally get 300 people and this was some kind of a gimmick. And they have sold out there for 306 straight matches. So let's be honest. They draw better than Memphis basketball.
1: Yeah. In terms of like, right? Like, I, it, I think you make the argument they draw probably better than what, probably 90, 80, 90% of the mushrooms. Yeah. So they sell out the 7,907
2: seat Bob Devaney Sports Center for 306 straight matches. Um, they, but what happened here was that they had played, I don't know, they had had the biggest crowd somewhere else, but then Wisconsin. Wisconsin, in an effort to set the new record for most people to watch a volleyball match, um, women's volleyball, they moved their volleyball into their basketball the Col Center. And they drew a crowd of 16,833. Okay? So Nebraska's thinking, well, well this cannot stand, right? And, Challenge uh, accepted. Uh, right. We're going to have to dig this one out or whatever. Pick your volleyball terms. So anyway, so if they had played in their basketball arena, would not have been as big. Correct. They couldn't. Theirs is not as big as. The Center's is basically an NBA arena. So yeah, so they're saying, "What the hell are we going to do?" And they said, "Well, how about we, how about we hold it in Memorial Coliseum, where the football team plays,
1: Memorial Stadium? Yeah,
2: Memorial Stadium. So then they uh, they priced the tickets at twenty five bucks a pop. They put them on sale. The original well, football seating is eighty three thousand four hundred and six. So they they originally put eighty two thousand nine hundred for sale. Within three days, they sold out the eighty two thousand nine hundred at twenty five bucks a pop. And then they figured out a way to get some more seats in there, some more people in there, and they ended up with ninety two thousand and three. The previous record for uh, watching a women's only event, was a women's champion soccer league, uh, Barcelona versus Wolfsburg. That was 91,648. So they break that with 92,003.
1: They also had a Scott McCreary, Scotty McCreary concert. Afterwards. Of course, yes. Uh, Did not know that he was still busting out tunes. But that is great. Oh, I mean, I, what we, we, we watch as soon as... Because we Ali and I both knew, like, you, you saw it going around yesterday on social media, and she's like, well, I think it's on D- Big Ten Network Plus. And I was like, eh, let's just see if it's on Big Ten Network. I mean, it was a spectacle of spectacles. Oh, you watched? Yeah. I mean, it literally looked like WrestleMania. <laughs> like, they had the – It's just the they best. They did a great job. They put – like, I typically hate when we make, like, basketball floors in football stadiums. I just don't think it looks that good. Right. This looked awesome. Like they put the they put the court in the basically the middle of the stadium and then they built like ramps for them to like run out. Like it was a it was a really, really cool spectacle. It and, looked like WrestleMania. Uh so good for them
2: for doing that. Uh, John Martin has his piece up at the Daily Memphian. He was uh he's been workshopping it on the air. But he basically he said uh, what he's been saying, which is it's time to cut cut ties with Mikey Williams. Um it's interesting. He said that on our show yesterday, and and it, this is in the wake of of the most recent uh, misjudgment. Let's just say, Mikey, where he uh, made a made a gun with his fingers, made a gun with his fingers, and uh, pretended to shoot. Where was he? Was at Universal Studios, John? Yeah, that's what John was saying. He was at Universal Studios. And he uh, pretended to shoot a Homer Simpson cop, basically. Homer Simpson dressed up as a cop, right? And it's—I I got some pushback from it on Twitter yesterday. Uh, freedom. There, there were there were a couple arguments. There were they were there, they some and and an avid listener who I appreciate and I appreciate the dialogue. But that there are two things. Two, two old sayings were brought out: "Innocent until proven guilty" Captain. and First Amendment," right? Well, with all due respect, first of all, the First Amendment applies to the state, what the state does to you, to right. what government does to you. It doesn't apply to what—I can't violate your First Amendment rights. Right. Just so you know, that's not the way the law works. Correct. It's the government, uh, yeah. uh, uh, The U.S. government, can they try to stop you from saying something, or the state government, whatever. But I can't violate—if I tell Jeffrey, you can't say that, Jeffrey, I'm not violating your First Amendment rights. That's Correct. not how it works. But then beyond that— um, there's nothing that, that prevents people from having consequences based on what they do or say like literally nothing. Right. You can argue that that, that move to hold up a fake gun is a expression of speech. Yes. But there's nothing that means you can't be fired from it. People are fired from things they say all the time. Yes. All the time. People are fired for things they say and do all the time. Uh, And so it's just not how it works. And then in terms of the uh, innocent until proven guilty, same thing. You are, you are innocent until proven guilty in terms of we can't put you Legal. in jail, correct? But people are fired all the time Yes. for, 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 I mean, you, you know, who was fired appropriately, the cops who murdered Tyree Nichols, they were fired. You yes. want them innocent until pro- you, you, they, you, you think they have to be convicted in order to lose their jobs. No, as soon as you know what they did and believe in your heart, understand what they did and what they're charged with, you fire their ass. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to wait for a jury. If Mikey had not had some record of being an idiot, I wouldn't. Why well, don't you think it'd be a story? You forgive this. You know, well, that was stupid. It wouldn't even be, it would not even be a story. But given that he has a record with gun charges and he knows it, it just shows a, such a flagrant defiance and lack of good judgment and lack of contrition that why the hell do you need that? Now I think they've probably already and and John said this in the column, they've probably already made up their mind not that they're not bringing him in. I imagine. Um, and they're just waiting for the legal system to play out. but it's it's crazy, isn't it? I mean they're, they're, this is this is easy. Yeah, but I feel like I beat
1: everyone to the punch here,
2: right. Like I I no, no you've been saying he shouldn't be here but I'm just saying Correct. this if you were hesitant before does would this push you, would this be be relevant to you
1: Yeah I think you're I think you nailed it it's it's just such poor judgment
2: Yeah I mean a lot of people have because he's not that important a basketball player right. and he did this thing I think most of us have been crossing him off Yeah um but uh here's it's just another thing All right uh NFL yesterday uh there was um Various comings and goings. You see, Quindell Johnson was picked up by the Chicago Bears uh, after he had been cut by uh, the Rams, I believe it was. So that was good to see. Joe Burrow has returned to practice Indeed. for the Bengals. Still doesn't have a contract. Still doesn't have a contract. So what's going to happen there?
1: I suspect at this point they'll probably get it done before before next week, right? I, you they, would think so, Yes. You would think so. That's a big contract. I mean, the one – well, the problem is the Bengals are not a cash-heavy organization. No, but it's it's Joe Burrow. Like, come on, man. I know, but there is still like a a little piece of me like don't ever underestimate the Bengals being the Bengals. Their their ability
2: to screw this up. Two others who are sitting out. Nick Bosa is still sitting out. Um, He's only 25 years old, 18 and a half sacks last year. Um, he's in the last year, he's got 17, po- he is owed 17 point million this year, but he has a legit, like Chris Jones also, yeah. his hang out with Kansas city. And they say they're optimistic about that. He hasn't asked to be, make more than Aaron Rodgers. He's not like, he just, he wants to make a lot, but right. he, he doesn't, but Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year, 18 and a half sacks, 25 years old, Aaron Rodgers makes 13, 31.67 million a year. If you want, if you want to go to most guaranteed money, that's T.J. Watt, eighty million. I would think he would get more guaranteed money than T.J. Watt, wouldn't you? Yes, hundred percent. I don't know that he
1: will. In terms of annual, will be. Yeah, I don't know what is the total value, but yeah, I mean, isn't I don't know. I've always thought like the the funny numbers aren't what matter. Like maybe the most guaranteed money. Well, that is T.J. Watt with
2: eighty million in terms of guaranteed money. We did learn that the Packers. Uh I mean that the uh, that the Colts uh were talking mm. to both the Dolphins and the Packers. As yes. the mystery suitor for Jonathan Taylor, the uh the Colts asked uh, for Jalen Waddle. Yes, I liked that. From the, uh, from the Dolphins. Well, if I, you're
1: not going to give me a first round pick, we'll take we'll Waddle. We'll settle for Waddle. Jeff, they could have asked for Tyreek. They could
2: they have. Settled they, they settled for Waddle. They could have asked for Tyreek. They settled for Waddle. We're not taking your best receiver. Exactly. We're taking your second best receiver. So they've just blown up his value. He will ultimately be traded for a
1: second, maybe. I'm, I again, a second and a fifth. I still think he, him and his agent screwed this up. I think they have screwed it up. Like they, you want to talk about misreading the room? Because Mark and I were talking about this. All right. Well, we know he's not playing the first four weeks, but even when he does come back. You're gonna be facing you're playing with a rookie quarterback, almost everyone just loads the box on a rookie quarterback and anyway. dares him to throw. Like he's not gonna have a good year. Like and then who's gonna pay him next year? Is he traded this
2: year? Yes. He's traded I'd before say the yes. trade deadline. He's traded for a second and a fifth. And that's pretty good. Yeah, the- I
1: mean, if if they wanted a first,
2: that's not that far off. Maybe not a second, though. Maybe maybe you don't give up. I mean, he can, you know. Um, uh, Titans uh, pick up Travis Gibson, who was actually pretty good for the Bears two years ago. Um, he had seven sacks. They played in a 3 four two years ago. Uh, and then they switched to a 4-3. And the Titans play in a 3-4. Yeah. So uh, not a, you know, this is all at the fringes of the roster. Uh, and then there's the last thing, the uh, Aaron Rodgers story. Mm-hmm um which some may have missed but Aaron Rodgers uh it was this is a Giants game this oh, is yeah. your beloved Giants oh, yeah. game a little smack talking mm-hmm. a little smack talking with uh Jihad Ward. Ward Jihad Ward Yes. here we'll give you the smack talking and then we'll 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 analyze it here's Aaron Rodgers and Jihad Ward
1: just <laughs> bootleg out to the left flipping it left McCole Hartman Broke f- bro that's Show some respect, bro. Come on, what the f*** is that? Five damn sets? I don't even know who you are, bro. I don't know who you are. You don't? I never heard you. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And the officials have to separate Jihad Ward and Aaron Rodgers. Drops back. Lobs one. Front left pylon. It is caught. Garrett Wilson. That's it's a Jets touchdown.
2: Hey, I ain't doing, doing you, bro. I'm not, not hurting you.
1: And I gave him the line that's uncomeback with a bow. I said, "I don't know who you are," but he said, "He said I don't know who you are." I said, both.
2: All right. So, uh, what do you think of smack talk that consists of? Do you know how I am? That's basically like basically Aaron Rodgers went to the, "I'm Aaron Rodgers and I don't know who you are." The guy pushed him. um, To be clear,
1: wildly unnecessary by Ward. It was. It was. It wasn't a big hit though, but it was a push that you did not need to do. Rogers overreacted in the. Now Ward said he was doing that
2: because Randall Cobb concussed Bobby McCain. Correct. And there's no question that Randall, Randall Cobb Cobb's
1: Play was way, way, dirtier. way, way dirty. Like it's it. it Former Memphis Tiger Bobby McCain. Yeah. It was flagged immediately, and then they have a clip on Hard Knocks of his wife saying like, "Oh no, like that's going to be a <laughs> fine." Uh, which, by the way, not worried about the guy being concussed. Worried about you know. Is she going to be $18,000 <laughs> $18, lighter? So that was fantastic. I got to be honest here, even as a Giants fan, I didn't know who Jihad Ward was either. <laughs> I thought it was fair game. I thought it was a fair game. Okay, do you think uncomebackable from Bull is a word? Yeah, no, it's not. I gave him a line that's uncomebackable from. So de- definitely not a word, but I do think when Ward goes, I don't know who you are. That's That's weak. You you can't say you don't that, know who To me he is. Like, that is that, that, like that is admitting defeat. that's you, the, you're, that is white flag material. That, that is just go ahead and raise it right now. Yeah, that's I don't know who you are. Cuz
2: that oh, would yeah, also imply, I don't know who
1: you are. That would also imply that, well then why did you target him?
2: Yeah, no. That that was that was weak sauce yeah, that part. That was that was a I'm tough Jihad one. Ward. I don't know who you are. Oh, come on. Seriously. Um and then finally they the uh NFL network had a Interview with uh, Sean McDermott. Oh yeah, I saw this making the rounds. Who who during the interview picked up a kettlebell? Is that what it's called it? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. And 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 was and was lifting weights. But during this, they came up with a ranking of the five fittest NFL coaches. Mm.
1: Do you want to take a shot? You haven't seen the listing. No, I'm not so. Salah's got to be up there. Salah's one. Yeah, Salas one. Um, I mean Sean is in pretty good shape. Sean was too.
2: I don't I, he may have been elevated because they had him on as two. Like there are some other very good contenders here, I will tell you. McVay. McVeigh is five. Sean
1: McVeigh is five. Do we consider uh McDaniel in shape or just skinny? No, he's just skinny.
2: He's just as he's just, so, just like a skinny this, little yeah, dude. like the, No, you gotta have some muscles. You gotta have some muscles. Fittest. It was fittest. I don't think LaFleur? No, he's not on the list. Uh, two God. players, two former players on the list. Oh, oh
1: D'Amico. Duh. Yeah, D'Amico. D'Amico. Rides oh, four. Yeah. Oh, God. Exactly. That, that's a free space. And I don't, I think he's probably at, like. D'Amico's not Pete D'Amico, but I mean, you've. You,